You're listening to Le Bourgeux. It is uh, effectively our preview podcast. We previewed the Trophée de Champion last week. This is the first one looking ahead to the Ligue 1 Uber Eats season. And uh, as ever, we like to um, take a few risks and make predictions. So uh, I'm going to throw this one to Ian Holyman. We've got a number of categories. Um, I'll tell you what they are. Top three. I want to, you know, in order, who's going to finish in the top three? Who's going to be the surprise package? Who's going to finish top scorer? Who will be considered the best signing? And which two teams will be relegated? So let's start off with the, well, it's the big one really, isn't it? The top three. Ian Holyman, what do you reckon? Yeah, you like you, you say people like to take risks. I'm going to go for Saint-Étienne, Angers and Reims. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, that, that would have been a good shout in the 70s, Ian. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, pre- pre- pretty predictable, isn't it? Um, Paris Saint-Germain, champions. Can't see them letting it slip again, um, especially with the players that they've brought in. I, though, will go for Monaco as runners-up. They were brilliant in the second half of last season. Slightly concerned that they've let Jovetic go because if something happens to Ben Yedda or uh, to Folland, then they don't really have a fallback. And I thought Jovetic was brilliant in, in that role uh, last season. But I'm still going to go for them finishing second. And then I'm going to go for Leon finishing third. I think Boss will absolutely boss it. And uh, Leon will swashbuckle their way to, to third place and get themselves back into the Champions League. So no, no Lille, no Lille in the top three. Ian. No, I think I think that the Champions League is going to just weigh too heavy on them, and the fact that, as you said, they're they're already down to sort of their best eleven almost, aren't they? And they're going to lose probably a couple more of those players. Um, yeah. Some of them could be really key players as well. So I can't see this the the, the squad strength being being enough to see them through both the Champions League, albeit the fact that they'll probably get knocked out in the group stage after just six games. But I still, I think that the the first half of the season will be a real battle for them, a real battle. Maybe they'll be able to pick up one or two loan signings in January, if they're fortunate. Um, But I can't see them finishing in the top three again. Fair enough. Um, Robbie, I'm not going to ask you Uh, who you think will will finish first. Who do you think will finish finish second and third, Rob? Uh, can I go for, for second, third, and fourth then? Can I still get three picks? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I, my brain tells me that I have to probably go with Monaco as well. I'm sorry that for the listeners that that's not uh, very interesting after Ian's prediction, but Monaco, for me, on the strength of what we saw last season, I don't think Jovetic is really that big a loss, even though I saw him score a very nice goal uh against Liverpool last week as well in a in a pre-season friendly but um no I think they 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 will be very hard to beat I think we could have a real surprise for third place if if as the French would say if your mayonnaise takes uh quickly <laughs> I think we could have a a Nice uh it would have to take quickly but uh a Nice or even a Montpellier if things go well um, could surprise up to third place. I think there's going to be surprises this season. I think uh, given everything that happened last year, given, I mean, given the changes, the, the coaching changes in so many clubs, I think some clubs are going to find it difficult. Um, and I think we could have a real surprise uh, in that third place. And Robbie, just to be clear, you're, 
you're you're going for Lille, yeah, to to retain the title. <laughs> no, you said I wasn't. I didn't have to say anything about that. So no, I, if and I, and I would hate to put the mocker on anyone. Maybe I'll have the commentators curse, and they'll do really well. I think Lille are, uh, could really struggle. Did you say we were going to predict uh, uh, relegations? Or flops, yeah. or I'm not. I'm not going to relegation for Lil. Not by a long shot. But I, yeah, just confirming. I'm I keeping, think yeah. I'm keeping my gun, my powder dry. The the race for the for the top five this season is going to be absolutely fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. With, yeah, Nice. I mean, Nice are, are going to be a force. You would think, and Christophe Galtier just seems to have the Midas touch, doesn't he? And uh, Ren yeah, also, Ren. I think. Uh, I think buying well Suleimana on on one wing, Doku on on the other. I mean, this could be Doku's season. Uh, he he certainly improved as last season went on. He's still very young. We we saw him in the Euros. And there's Marseille um, and Lyon as well. I mean, you're well, talking yeah, about Lyon. There's Marseille as well. And and you know, Lens were very good last year. Could they build again, or will they have a, a second season blues? But Strasbourg with the Julian Stefan. I mean, there's look. It's it's. That for me, it's for sure there's going to be surprises. Well, I mean, Mar- Marseille and Lyon, maybe it's a bit of an exaggeration to say this, but, you know, they have to finish in the top three, really. I mean, you know, they're, they're every, everything they are kind of banking on, in terms, especially Marseille, you know, they've gone out and bought eight players, they're going to buy a couple more. And, uh, uh, they're, they're, so they're, is that your top bu- three then, Matt? They're building more for the short time. So I know everybody is waiting <laughs> for my top three. Um, bearing in mind that this time last season, I said Marseille would win the league and <laughs> Dario Benedetto would be top scorer. Okay, so I'm going more serious this time. Um, <laughs> you were serious, Matt. Come on. Uh, I was being serious, yeah. But don't forget, they just finished second under Vias Boas. So I was getting a bit carried away, as I tend to, um, with, with, with the euphoria of all of that. But um, listen, I'm I, I, somebody has to be different. Pochettino... Does have the uh, the worst um, record so far as a PSG manager in terms of defeat. So look, I'm 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 going to go for Monaco to win the league. Two years in a row that PSG don't win the league, which you know, which would be pretty astonishing, particularly considering uh, the players that, that they're bringing in. Of course, the the fights that Navas and Donnarumma are going to have on the pitch when Pochettino subs Navas after a terrible blunder. Um, that you know, that's going to cast a big shadow over their season. But it didn't, Monaco... it didn't affect Checker and and Thiago Jallo uh, last night. Those two were, fight, were fighting. They? Yeah, they had a big fight on the pitch uh, in in a friendly, and they've been both yeah. been suspended for next week's <laughs> opening match of the season. Astonishingly, but you know they they were they came to blows in a in a friendly match, and that's uh, amazing. Yeah, and uh, they've been suspended by the championship because it was a friendly played on French soil against French opposition. Uh, I think that was the rule, and uh, yes. so therefore the the disciplinary tribunal can take action, and they've suspended both players for the opening game. I think they play mess in their in their their away to mess on on Sunday, without their hero from the Trophée des Champions. Monaco, then Robbie Monaco to win the league. Uh, I think Nico Kovac has done an unbelievable job in his in his first season. Um, I think uh, my compatriot uh, Mitchell. Uh, is it Paul Mitchell? The uh, the, yeah. the the sporting director is doing a, doing a really good job, and uh, they haven't been eye catching in the transfer window as of yet. But what is so important is that they've lost nobody. They've got the best young player in 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 Liga uh, in Chouamani, voted best young player last 
last year. I think his partnership with Fofana in, in the middle of the park is brilliant. Uh, Badi Ashil and, and Diop are, are impressive. They brought in Nubels. Mm. Hope I pronounced that right. Um, Nubel. Ian. Yep. Nubel yeah, and that's a that's from, a big one for them. That that is yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Leconte. I, I think Leconte is is okay as a goalkeeper, but I do think they need an upgrade, and I think Nubel will mm-hmm. will be that. I I'm excited um, by Myron Boadu. Hope I pronounced that right. Uh, Dutch international, just 20 years of age. So many uh, young Dutch players coming to Liga. Three of them going to Nice, but uh, Nice wanted Boadu, and uh, and Monaco have got him. 15 goals for Azad Alkmaar. Um, in the Eredivisie last year. So, look, you know, Monaco were the best team in 2021 uh, in the second half of, of last season. So why not? Why not go on and uh, win the title? So, yeah, Monaco, I'm being a bit long-winded here. Monaco, <laughs> PSG, and then, my goodness me, it's so hard, isn't it? I've jotted down Nice, Rennes, Marseille, Lyon, and obviously I'm going to have to go for for Marseille with the, the combative, uh, uh, fiery Matteo Genduzzi. Um, uh, helping them, helping them over the line and back into the Champions League. And I tell you what, if they keep Milik as well, you know they've got, a, and it does look like they're keeping him. Um, they've got a proper number nine, haven't they? And, yeah. and that's something Marseille have lacked for quite some time. Surprise packages, uh, Ian, you're good at this. Surprise packages. Um, uh, certainly, if you're going for Santa Tim to win the league, then maybe PSG will be your surprise package. But no, what? <laughs> What do, you, what, do you, what do you reckon? I'm glad I'm glad we're doing this remotely, Matt, because my surprise package is going to be Marseille because they're not going to be completely useless. Yeah. I think they're actually they actually might do all right this season. I, I'm going for them for fourth. Actually. You're talking you're talking about the most successful team in French football history, yeah, not being completely useless. Yeah, well, that's that's very questionable, but still, yeah, not question, not not completely useless this season. But actually, for for real outsiders, and I think I mentioned it on the pod last week. Strasbourg, I really like. I really like Strasbourg squad. They've got Gamero in. Who's uh, who's going to get goals? He is going to get goals. Um, he's proven it everywhere. He he will. He's, he's coming back from Spain, and an even better player than when he left, albeit a bit older. But he's going to provide a real cutting edge, uh, a really lethal cutting edge to that to that front line. I think they've got a very good squad. I wouldn't be surprised to see them finish in fifth. Um, there you go. My surprise packages. Robbie Thompson. Surprise packet, Montpellier. If they are, well, they, they will be the surprise packet of Liga in this season. I, I called them pirates last season. <laughs> as, um, and now they have brought in the coach of the team that were officially the pirates. So uh, for me, that's a marriage made in, made, made in heaven. Um, no, Montpellier. I think they're, I think they have, Plenty of ingredients. I know it, they have to absorb the the Hilton uh, Congre changes yeah. at the back, and that that is big. But if they can do that, they play. They have swashbuckling players, and they they will play a swashbuckling style of football. And uh, and I like it. And I think they're gonna yeah. they're gonna impress. I was thinking about going Montpellier as well. I, I do think there's been this frustration with Montpellier because. They do have. They have a new stadium re- coming. They have big plans. They yeah. have, they're they're a club that are looking to go places, and uh, and this could be the start of something special. They they missed out on a couple of big signings as well. I know they wanted Benjamin Stombouli. They wanted Yunus uh, Belonda to come back, and and for the moment anyway, that that yeah. that hasn't happened. But uh, they they're a well run club. There and yep, 
That's why I'm no, going they, for them. They, 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 they are. And my, my frustration with them in recent times has been that Desikarian doesn't really let the shackles off. And uh, maybe Dalolio will do that and get them playing some really exciting free-flowing football. Because when you've got Savanier and, uh, and Molle playing behind a front three of, of Delors, Laborde and, and, and Mavadidi, you know, that can do real damage. But they've always played with five at the back and they've always had one yeah. eye on, um, you know, keeping things very, very tight. But it could go either way because, yeah, they're getting a more uh, attacking coach, but they're also losing two of their stalwarts um, in defence. So you've gone for Montpellier as a surprise, so I won't. Um, mm, I'm just going through <laughs> my list now. Um, I think Troyes and Clermont will will stay up. I think they'll be okay, but I'm not going to go for either of them sort of to finish top half. Um I've created a problem because I want to go for Nice, but as I haven't put Nice in my top three, I can't really, can I? Um... Goodness me. Okay, no surprise <laughs> packet for me. <laughs> a surprise packet, Clermont, top, top, top 10, top 12, top 12 for Clermont. That would be a surprise, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I go. think that, well, top 12 could be a surprise for a few clubs, actually. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, at the, at the start of this season, there are a few clubs that would be very, very happy and relieved to finish uh, uh, from 17th and up. <laughs> Relegating, uh, I'm going for, for, this is a bit sad what I'm going to say, but I'm, because I like both of these clubs, but I worry for Stade de Reims and I worry for Angers. Um, Angers, obviously, 10 years with Stefan Moulin. Um, they've got a novice uh, coach in Gérald Baticle, as far as, you know, head coach uh, is concerned. And Oscar Garcia to Rouse. Rouse have said they want to become more international. They want to start being a bit more flamboyant, but, you know, they could lose their defensive stability. Uh, poor old Arba Zanelli got another serious injury this yeah, week. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, incredible bad yeah, luck for him. Really, really sad. Really sad news. Um, and I, I worry about those two. Um, Ian, what about your relegation duo? Lorient, I don't think you can look much past them, unfortunately, because it's a club I kind of have a soft spot for. And I think the Clermont will go straight back down, oh. unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> good. sadly. Again, it would be nice to, nice to have them around a little bit, but um, I can't see many teams that are going to be worse than them. So I think that Clermont and Lorient will be the two. Fair enough, Robbie. Hmm. I think I think uh, we could have some big guns that fall by the wayside this season. I think Bordeaux could be in big trouble. They've had a disastrous run, and I know we've just been talking about Petkovic and and if if he can do something. But I I always worry about national team coaches coming in as well. Bordeaux have had such a just a disastrous run. Of, of of coaching appointments of 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 transfers of players struggling of infighting on and off the pitch the supporters it's 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 just not a good look for Bordeaux at the moment and uh, and I don't know if Petkovic coming in can save them um, Nantes I think will be in big trouble again for many of the same reasons and look I think Saint Etienne blue so hot and cold last season that 
that there could be trouble there as well. So there you go, three of the most successful clubs in French footballing history. <laughs> well, thank you, Robbie, for not for not for not relegating Marseille along with them. <laughs> but no, yeah, uncertain times for absolutely. For quite a lot, and this for quite is a lot of but this is modern football. Modern football. We're seeing monuments, um, institutions that are doing it really tough. And uh, and I fear for them. I hope I hope I hope that's wrong. I hope that that's the case. Don't forget. Also, we're going down to eighteen clubs, aren't we? At the end of this this season, uh, not so, this season, not ne- next season. It's, okay, at the end of the season after. Okay, yeah, I think we've just got two going down plus a plus a playoff again this season. Okay. Yeah, um, for the eighteenth place team. Um, so we're we're going over a little bit time wise. So we've still got top scorer, best signing, and revelation or or, or rising star. Um, I'm going to go top scorer. I'm going to go for a left, slightly left field choice, but I think this is going to be his year. Poor old, poor old Casper Dolberg. Um, I'm going to jinx him, but I, I, I know. I, 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 <laughs> was that a groan, Robbie? No, no. I know it's maybe fa- one. it's it's maybe far fetched to think Dolberg's going to score more goals than Kylian Mbappe, but I do think he has. I'm getting a I'm getting a Benedetto feel about this as I say, but I do I do think he's got all the um, all the tools of of the modern day centre forward. And he had so many things go against him last year. He looked like a proper striker in in the Euros, and I just think with the the, the very exciting attacking players um, that that Nice are, are bringing in, the likes of Calvin Stengs and uh, Justin Cliver to. To provide a bit of ammunition, along with uh, who have they got? Alexi Claude Maurice and uh, obviously Amin Guiri. I mean, you know, it's 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 an exciting attacking line. And if Nice fire, I think Dolberg will fire. There you go. Yeah, that's definitely a Benedetto shout there, Matt. <laughs> Ian Dolberg's got <laughs> no chance. Top <laughs> scorer then, Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> God bless. Thanks, thanks everyone. Let's go on. It's going to be Mbappe, surely. But if not somebody like Ben Yedda, but uh, it, it only sort of a, a serious injury, and I certainly don't wish that on him, is going to stop Mbappé finishing top scorer next season. Or a, or, or, a, or a transfer. Or a transfer. Unless he joins Marseille. <laughs> which, in which case, he will definitely not finish top scorer, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Robbie? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, if, if he stays, it has to be Kylian Mbappé. I don't think there's any doubt. I think if he stays, he's going to... He's just so motivated, so ambitious, and and as long as he's in French football for for the next few seasons, I can't see anyone anyone beating him. I'm afraid, Matt. So I have to play a, a straight bat to that one. It's got to be Killian. But I'll I'll reserve uh, a, a little revelation coming up to keep things moving quickly. And there I'll go with a couple of extra outsiders for Golden Boot. Okay, well, don't, you know, absolutely no need to uh, to apologise, Robbie. I'm a big fan of, of Kylian Mbappe's. And, uh, yeah, good luck to him this season. Best signing. I'm I'm slowing down because I'm trying to think of who I'm going to go for, <laughs> best, for my best signing. Ian Holyman, that's what I'll do. I'll throw it to Ian. Best, oh, who, will, well. who will turn out to be the best signing this summer? You've actually, you've actually, you've actually mentioned him already. I think Alex Newbold at Monaco will be uh, a fabulous signing. I mean, if, if Bayern Munich get him in as the successor to to Manuel Neuer that's good enough for me and probably should be good enough for pretty much everybody he's on a he's on a couple years of of loan at at Monaco while Neuer sort of sees out the rest of his glorious career at Bayern he's going to be brilliant yeah real 
much more solid, I think, than than Lecomte will be. Um, I also think that uh, Calvin Stengs at uh, Nice is is one to watch. Yeah, he's looked I think good he'll, so far. Yeah, I think he'll be really exciting um, in what should be a pretty exciting young Nice side. So there's my two. I'm going one best signing, Ashraf Hakimi. I think he's he just he's just awesome, and I think it's one of the the missing pieces to Paris Saint Germain's puzzle. Um, yep, Ashraf Hakimi starts and finishes there. I'm going to go for another another missing piece of, of PSG's puzzle. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Wijnaldum, uh, who I, yeah I, I I've always liked him as a player. In the Euros, I saw a player who was even better um, than I thought he was because he did he he did play uh, you know a more attacking role than the one that we were used to seeing from him at. at at uh, at Liverpool, but I do I, I just think he's exactly the player PSG um, need in that midfield. Um, he'll add so much athleticism, so much steel, and you know he's also very very good with the ball. Comes up with goals and uh, and, and assists. So uh, Wijnaldum on a free, I don't think I don't think you're going to do better than that. Um, but uh, that's just my opinion. Um, so we've done best signing now. Last one. It's always the interesting one, especially as Robbie Robbie just seems to know who's going to explode. Who is <laughs> going to be the revelation this season? Uh, start with Ian. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I have, it's a, I it's tough, to especially si- since yeah. the season hasn't started. That is really it is really tough. It I has think, to be I mean, someone who who we saw glimpses of last year. I think that well, it, that's that was the point I was going to make to make Robbie and and and, and Matt is kind of already stolen the thunder on this one too but I think Kasper Dorberg, I mentioned it last week, had a brilliant Euro I really liked him in the first season that he played in, in Ligue 1 that got curtailed due to the pandemic um, just go back to the, the last game that Nice played in that season, I think it was a derby victory against Monaco Dolberg scores an outrageous goal and it's it's not one of these outrageous goals where it's a bicycle kick or you know, smashes it into the top corner from 35 yards or whatever. It's a ball that comes into the near post and it's something that he tried in the Euro and it, and it got saved. Um, but he, he just sort of takes this, this almost all the momentum off the ball, but not quite at the front post and it just goes in past Leconte. It's just, it's just a brilliant finish. It's just absolute quality the real deft touch real delicate touch and I, I think like Matt says he's got everything so he had a he had a good season in that that short season last season he had lots of injury problems COVID problems as well coming in the, on the back of the Euro I think Dolberg could be could be a real star of, of, of Ligue 1 even if he's not going to finish as the as the top scorer <laughs> um Fair enough. So yeah, you sort of agree with me then about Casper, but yeah, no, fair enough that he won't get, agrees, he won't but get doesn't as many agree. goals as agrees and yeah. disagrees. Um, Mr. Thompson, what do you reckon? Okay. Um Okay. Eli Wai, Montpellier. If Montpellier are gonna be a a, a a side that can impress Eli Wai is uh going to be one of the revelations of this season. Um I thought he was fantastic coming off the bench uh late last campaign i think he scored maybe three goals all off the bench um and he is definitely one to look out for and the other so he's only 18 years of age eli way or eli way eli 
I, I suspect, Ellie Wei. Um, I really like him. I think he's a, a strong, hard-running, modern footballer, a little bit in the same sort of mm, bull idea mold, but even <laughs> with a little bit more more talent, I think. So he's one to look out for. And then Ibrahima Nyan from Mess. Mm. His season cut short just when he was ready to explode last season with a serious knee injury. He's big, he's strong, he's got an eye for goal, he's a, a class finisher. Um, he scored six goals in the first three games, four games last season before missing out on nearly the whole campaign. But he came back, he managed to play at the end of last season after a knee reconstruction. Um, so he too, if Mess can can feed him the ammunition, he will be... Uh, so those two, Wai and Nyan. You heard it here first. Okay, yeah. Very, very interesting. I was hesitating a little bit. Ryan Shirky, I think I think it could be his season. Uh, he's still only 17, uh, started only five matches last season. But uh, I just think, yeah, Peter Boss, we know he, he likes to go for it. He likes attacking football. And I think Shirky will get more chances. And I think he is uh, an enormous talent. Um, but I'm not going for him. I'm going to put my Marseille hat on. Um, <laughs> And I was thinking Genduzi or Saliba, but I'm actually, I'm going slightly left of field. I'm going for Conrad de la Fuente. Mm. So I love his name. And I, have, have you seen this guy in, in preseason? I've I mean, seen the goal. Yeah. I've seen well, the, the touch, goal, the control. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I've also seen yeah, a little bit more than that. I've seen <laughs> one of those terrible compilations that someone has done, <laughs> you know, everything he does in, in the game. But I mean, he is seriously, seriously fast and seriously skillful, and he could be really exciting. And it's great to have another another American player in in Liga, along with uh, Timothy Weir. So you know, and I've seen maybe I shouldn't be judging players on on YouTube compilations and comments on on Twitter, but I've seen a bit of uh, grumbling at Barcelona. Why why have we let this guy go? Um, there you go, Conrad de la Fuente. A, uh, a very pacey winger, and we'll we'll know a lot more about this guy in the coming months. I agree with you that it is a great name. <laughs> <laughs> and there also there was also another great name. Unfortunately, it won't be uh, it won't be playing in league on this season. A trois player by the name of Stone Mambo has just been uh, headed off on loan to Orléans. For this season in the in the third division, but Stone Mambo would have been a fantastic addition to the 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 Ligue 1 lexicon of of names as well. 